田三四郎セガサタン四郎 Hey everybody, happy Friday and it's Shiro show Saturnave here We got Trainoko We're all lined up for、uh, some Saturn news and discussion How you doing Pat? Doing, doing the do Doing the do? Mountain do? Yep Surge? I hate Mountain Dew. <laughs> Disgusting. 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 I want no, them to, I want them to bring back、uh, some Josta. You remember that I, stuff? I want, I want some of that. I want the, 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 the. I think it was Pepsi that had the blueberry flavor to it. Oh, yeah. That was like the. That was like.、Uh, Yeah, it was just Pepsi Blue, right? That stuff was disgusting. What are you talking about? <laughs> I liked it. You I don't liked know what you're、it? talking about. I like Pepsi Blue. I don't they, know, they, man. It was weird. They had it for like all of like a month and it disappeared. Yeah, no, I remember that. That takes me back to like the old,、um, those old、uh, rap metal bands, you know, because I, I can't remember the band, but they had some kind of band promoting it, you know? It was like the Limp Biscuit days, you know? The Pepsi Blue. Fair enough. Takes you, hey, man. That's, you'd be, you'd be I, playing your Dreamcast drinking some Pepsi Blue, right? Actually, I think it was a different type of Pepsi. It was, like, it was like Pepsi Blueberry or something like that. Maybe it was Pepsi Blue. I could be wrong. Okay. Well, But, I don't know. There's been maybe, so many different、right. soft drinks. I,、yeah. It's been like 20 years, so you got to cut me some slack here. My brain is not working well. But I was watching Loki. Well,、oh, it was, this was a while ago. Sorry to hear that. I was watching Loki. And, uh, Garbage show. <laughs> not joking. No, man, I liked it. I liked it. It was, it was funny. I'm joking. It was I liked it. Mildly amusing. But yeah,、uh, what's his name? Who's the, the police guy? The, I can't. No, I can't.、Oh, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. He's drinking Josta, you know? And that was like the、uh, Guarana, like the first like, Guarana energy drink of the 90s, you know?、Uh, <laughs> I prefer balls. Balls. Like have, you, balls. have you played that game, Just... like the SNES or Genesis game, Balls? Balls 3D? Uh, no, I haven't. It's okay. It's balls. <laughs> does, it, it's does it have any, any relation to the energy drink? No relation whatsoever. They're, just, they, they're both balls. <laughs> anyway.、Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I really like balls in my mouth personally, but you know. Make sure、me. you watch The Boys on Amazon Prime. I'll be sure to、that、check that out. That show is amazing. Is it? Go watch The Boys. <laughs> I've not watched actually, it. Actually, watch it, but don't, don't watch it with your kids because. It's kind of messed up. Knight of Dragon, you're so funny. He's like, Pepsi Blue is the blueberry favorite soft drink. <laughs> It's like he copied from Wikipedia. <laughs> just Knight is just a walking Wikipedia. He's like a walking Wikipedia. He tells exactly.、You. I'm sorry, I cut you off. What were, what were you up to? What are you doing this week? Playing some Dreamcast? Oh. Yeah, we're playing some Dreamcast, playing some Bang.io. I, I almost did a big dumb and I accidentally tried to launch it with, in the VGA mode. Mm, mm. Right, Bangayo is like one of those weird games that won't do VGA, right? And it like puts I don't everything do it, in. But it's, it's like in a screen, it's like in one fourth of the screen. I don't consider、estate. that doing it. I, I don't, yeah, that's like one of those games where I'm like, okay, if, it, if, it, if, it's, if the whole game is compressed into like one quarter of the screen, that's not really doing it. <laughs> you know, I mean, yes, technically, it will trick, it、right. it'll trick your VGA monitor into syncing it, but it won't display the game correctly. So it's weird, you know? But yeah, yeah. There's, there's some weird games. I think the weirdest thing about the Dreamcast is there's some RGB games that aren't supported, which I think is just bizarre. You know, that's a, that's a Dreamcast patch I would be interested in, is, a, is an actual true VGA support for Bongayo. Because there's a game that I keep wanting to play, but、uh, I kind of don't just because I use a VGA setup. And、um, 
normally I'm able to force VGA on games, but I can't do it with that one. Not and not enjoy myself, you know, playing it. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. Like I think there are some VGA patch games. Like uh, I think some of the Street Fighter games that that no no is it Street is it Street Fighter no um uh, uh what's the game uh Skies of Arcania is VGA patched. Yes. I think Giggle Wing is VGA patched, or maybe yeah. it was the European they all work version. Great. I can't remember. Well, they all work great too. Those VGA patches work. Uh, yeah. yeah. Knight of Dragon says, Derek, A team, get on that right now. Chop chop. <clears throat> yeah, Derek, get get programming. Get programming. But anyway, you know, so we just celebrated nine nine ninety nine. And Pat... unfortunately, no, I'm just joking. Is there something wrong with my internet? Because I swear, Pat just got like all garbled. Oh no! Now you're good. Now I'm you're just good. Garbage. I'm garbage. <laughs> I didn't person. say garbage. I said garbled. Your I'm video garbage, got garbled for a second. I'm garbage. But anyways, yeah, I'm. I was super excited. I sadly didn't get to play Dreamcast games because I was really busy yesterday. I, mm -hmm. I like as soon as I got off of work, I worked out, went to my parents, and practiced piano and went to bed. You mean you have a life? Yeah, like a real life. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. No, that sounds good, man. I gotta get. Uh, I gotta get back to working out. It's, Not, really, it's uh, really relaxing. I really like working out, especially alone. Yeah. And, and especially if you listen to some Billy Joel. Got some Zanzibar pumping while you're pumping. I know. I saw that. That was your, like, top Billy Joel song, Zanzibar. That's a yeah, good Zanzibar, uh, obscure shout right there for Billy Joel. It's a really good song. I really yeah. love uh, I really love that song. My dad, like, showed it to me one day. He's like, hey, check this out. And it's like, this sick trumpet solo at the end of it. It's like, wait, what the heck is this song? And then I listen. It's like, oh, man, this song's so good. I think folks want me to, uh, agreed, sorry, agreed. I think folks in the chat want me to bring back your standee. Here, I, I can, I can bring him, right him in. in the middle. I can put him, yeah, put I can, right I can stick him in the screen. middle here. Let, let's see here, Caps. Okay, where's Pat? Okay, we'll have, we'll have, uh, evil. There we go. Evil judge Pat residing over this conversation. <laughs> there we go. What can you tell us about this F-Tup incident? <laughs> F-Tup police and I said it with Thor now. But uh, yeah, nine nine ninety nine. Do you remember where you were when the Dreamcast launched? Were you standing in a line to buy one, or no? You were like a little kid, right? <laughs> I was. I was. I was peering at the magazine and seeing the cool ads of Dreamcast. I think my favorite ad I saw was this one Christmas one where this guy got a Dreamcast and this other guy mm -hmm. got a Furby, and he was right. so like PO'd about it. <laughs> I really wish I saw the magazine. I like gave away that one issue of Dreamcast. Actually, maybe. It Maybe it might be in the bo in a box somewhere at my parents' house, but I I had an issue with Dreamcast magazine. I gave it to somebody because I thought it was it mm -hmm. was too mature for me. Like I had like a half naked lady on it, mm -hmm. and I gave it to somebody. He's like, oh, I'll take it off your hands, and it's like this older guy. <laughs> I uh, but, the, the, so wait, but you were like you know the Ninten the Nintendo sixty four kid, you know like ah, Nintendo sixty four. That was you, right? I, I but mean, with yeah, the Dreamcast, I mean, there's a picture of me that uh, that that I have that I think. Uh, didn't you got, he use it for one of the, the casts or no? That was the junkyard. Yeah, I, I don't remember. But I just know cast. it was like on Christmas or your birthday or something like that. You got a you got a Dreamcast. That was a big deal, right? Yeah, Christmas '99. I got my Dreamcast with the House of the Dead two and Sonic Adventure one, two of the best games for that console actually. Mm -hmm. And you're still Dreamcast is still your top, or is Neo Geo? Oh, absolutely. Dreamcast. I, I have a clause in my in my uh, in my will that I'll be buried with my Dreamcast. Nice. Sweet dreams. <laughs> so that's actually I don't know what, which one though. I have like five or six of them. So you got to go with the Sakura Wars one. That one's rad. Really? 
Oh well, Maybe. I mean, I guess you could you could go with like your beat up OG Dreamcast, you know. I was gonna go with the uh, the one with the my mode in it and the and it's a transparent case. Mm-hmm. But maybe I might just do a bo- I might just do the Soccer Wars one. I don't know. Yeah, I've got I mean, like it's not like anybody's gonna miss it. You can't you can't really play games on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the the burnt games or anything. That's a VA two, so all oh, right, right. I don't think anybody would miss it. I have um I have like four or five Dreamcasts, but they're all just boring vanilla Dreamcasts. <laughs> There's nothing special about them. They all play backups. I mean, I guess you could consider that special. And it's really yeah, funny. I had a. Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I had a uh, black sports Dreamcast, but I sold it to a friend for a ridiculously low price because mm-hmm. I bought it for like twenty bucks or maybe it was ten bucks at some get at some garage from OfferUp, mm-hmm. and he, his died, so I sold him mine for I think I think like fifty or sixty dollars with the controller. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of regretting that, but I didn't like the look the, the way it looked anyway, so it's yeah. all good. I'm not a big fan of the really piss yellow Dreamcast, you know, the ones that have really oxidized quite a bit, you know? Those, uh... There's also the piss yellow color <laughs> Dreamcast, like the custom case you like, get. Yeah, that's true. You could just you could just get one on purpose. <laughs> it looks like translucent P-case. urine, <laughs> urine color. P-cast. It's funny, you, you, yeah. you're familiar with like the, you're familiar with the getting the Dreamcast online, right? And now we do it like with DreamPie? And I don't know if you remember yeah. that we used to do it with like a PC DC server. You'd use like an actual Windows PC, like a Windows XP machine or something like that. And you'd use mm. a, a modem and you'd do it that way. Um, or yeah, yeah. I that's remember what, that back in the day, that was the really the only way to do it. Yeah, it you would like, hack oh, your wanna, you would just hack your registry. Uh, I did it. And um, the funny thing is, you'd need like a. They said you'd need a line voltage inducer to get it to work, but I had. I had a couple of Dreamcasts, right? And one of my modems mm-hmm. would do it without an line voltage inducer. It would get on just fine without a line voltage inducer. And the other modem would not. It, uh, so there must have been something special about that one modem. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Dreamcasts. Dream, Dreamcast is an awesome, awesome console. Great game library. It's definitely in my top, I don't know, I want to say like top two or three. Top 100? Yeah, no, top two or three consoles. It's hard. It's hard to Makes it's sense. hard to say where it sits necessarily, but it's 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 excellent. Is it so. above or below the D, the DS? I think they're tied. Honestly, I think those tied. two are like tied. The way the so I mean they both yeah. hit at important parts in my life, and they both have excellent game game libraries. Uh, I think they're both like tied for number two, but obviously Saturn is number one, and then there's a bunch of stuff after that: Neo Geo, PS2, you na- PlayStation, you name it. Anyway, bless you, yeah. Pat. <laughs> Martin says, "Bless you." Yeah, oh, thank right. you. And bl- bless you because you sneezed, and also bless. <laughs> May the Lord bless you, Pat. <laughs> yes, indeed. But yeah, no, it's a. Uh, I love the love my Dreamcast. It's definitely one of my favorite consoles of all time, and I think I just hit seventy ge- the seventy game mark right now. Yeah, really on so, Dreamcast. It's kind of like with you and the Saturn. Dang man, yeah. No kidding. Yeah, you are you are the sad you are the Dreamcast man. You've got the exactly. se- seventy games is nothing to sneeze at, especially when Dreamcast games are just getting ridic- ridiculously expensive exactly. these days. I think the the only games I need left that are like that I that I want for my North American set is Giga Wings and uh, Giga Wings, uh, Cannon Spike, and uh, uh, Tech Romancer. Those are like the last three I need. Mm. Do you got rival schools? 
Oh yeah, Rival Schools too. I have that in Japanese, but I'll get. I want to get the U.S. copy too. So I guess four. Okay. Do you have? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna quiz you. <laughs> Do you have? Uh, let's see. You got all the Capcom fighters. Aside from. Uh, Pretty the much all mention. the good ones. All the good ones that are worth playing. What about that other one? That other weird fighting game? Uh, not not Techromancer, <clears throat> but there's this other one, that's like a uh, sword, uh, plasma sword. Do you have that? Oh, I don't have that one. No, oh, probably don't want Neither it though. One. Okay, uh, there's there's so know. many good Dreamcast but, games. Honestly, I don't have Outrigger either. Weirdly enough, Outrigger is insane. That game's awesome. I mean, the graphics I, are. I have it like, on my. I have it on my, my Naomi Candy Cab. Oh, okay. Well, then you have it. If you have it on your Naomi, yeah. that's fine. Uh, that's It's the I same have, experience. I have, all, I have all the Naomi games. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, it's the same experience. It's like it's just an arcade, direct, perfect arcade port, you know? Um, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. So, well, I guess we got to get into the news. Um, but, uh, but, you know, shouts to the Dreamcast for being a good console. And uh, even though this Shout is a Saturn, even though this is a Saturn site and podcast and show, uh, we still love the Dreamcast lots. Love it lots. Yeah. Did you want to tell about your memories when you just make it a segment? Because I was going to write sure. an article up oh, about yeah, it. Oh, but... yeah, yeah. So um, I was, when the Dreamcast came out, uh, nine, 99, I was a junior in high school, I want to say. Oh, wow. And I was working at Circuit City. And I got a job working at Circuit City. The only position they would give me was working in the music section, which is fine. I love music. I could sell people CDs. I could talk about old bands, new bands, and stuff like that. But I really wanted to go over into the game department, you know? And at that time, it was all PlayStation and Nintendo 64. Um, there was no Saturn by that time. Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, but but the Dreamcast, we all knew it was coming. And we read about it in the magazines and everything like that. We were hyped for it. And I just kept begging my boss. I was like, please transfer me. Please transfer me. He's like, we're overstaffed in video games. I don't need you over there. Like, I don't even need half of the people that are there, uh, so I don't need you. And, like, um, <clears throat> I don't know, when a, somebody called in sick, and they needed somebody to cover uh, the shift, and so I was like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> he knew I'd been bugging him for so long. So I went over there, and I sold, like, I sold, like, five Nintendo 64s and, like, a few PlayStations, a bunch of games, everything. Like, I, I made, like, a huge... right? I, no, 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 like, I was, I was super hyped about it. I made, like, a huge commission in just, like, one day, and he was like... Why the hell do we have you in music? <laughs> like, you belong in video games. I'm like, that's what I've been trying to tell you. So anyway, um, I was able to get transferred over, like, right in time for the Dreamcast to drop. And uh, it was phenomenal. Like, we, you know, we Did had a line out the door. Did you volunteer for the, the, the release day of it? Volunteer for the release day. Unfortunately, I don't have any, like, pictures. I didn't have, like, a, I didn't have a good digital camera back then or anything like that. Um, I if mean, you it, did, we'd probably see you in, like, a tub naked with a Dreamcast <laughs> covering your junk. You probably, you probably would see, I mean, it, it was crazy. Like we, um, I don't think I slept that night. I, when I got my Dreamcast home, we just played Dreamcast until the morning. And then I like went, uh, went to school and then went to work and I was just so tired, but I didn't care. Cause you know, Sonic Adventure, it was insane. Um, but that was my Dreamcast. Sleep when you have Dreamcast. Yeah. And then, um, and then Dreamcast, you know, and then it's like, I saw the PlayStation, we saw the PlayStation 2 come out. And it was just this boring ass kiosk with Fantavision on it, and that was it. But still, the thing sold like hotcakes because everybody was coming in to buy a DVD player to watch The Matrix. So it was like nobody cared. They they just wanted they just wanted a PlayStation Two and a copy of The Matrix. Uh, and Same those, thing with Blu-ray players. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, with the PS3. Well, that yep, that was smart. That was good business right there. And I mean, 
there's really no reason why the Dreamcast couldn't have had a DVD player and had they then there wouldn't be the mill CD exploit and I mean like I guess we're all happy that there is the mill CD exploit but in the long run I think you know had the Dreamcast a DVD player at least PlayStation wouldn't have that to you know have an upper edge you know uh, folks might have considered uh, getting a Dreamcast as a, as a DVD player because as it was the Dreamcast had a way better lineup of games that first year PlayStation 2 was like a drought for like two years and then and then it caught up and then of course PlayStation 2 has like one of the best games libraries of all time but it's just it's crazy. It's kind of funny how they, how, they, how they keep repeating that too like with mm-hmm. the the PSP and then the uh, PS3. Yes I know and I mean I I agree I, I agree just history just keeps repeating itself and I mean it's like Microsoft they're kind of like you know they kind of took I, I always wonder, like, how much did they know what was going to happen? You know, with the embedded CE and everything like that, and like working on Xbox, you know, or the direct Xbox in the background and everything like that. How much did they know that they were just totally going to take over? You know, like kind of. Well, I mean, I mean the, the, the Xbox was like in development since nineteen ninety nine, pretty much the direct Xbox. So yeah, yes, they yeah. Were so gonna enter anyways. You just wonder, like, okay, like, uh, but did, but, but you know that the market could only support like three players barely you know but the market could only support three players so it was like you know it's were... kind of funny if you ever saw that like uh, that e3 photo of the all the four banners for dreamcast xbox nintendo and playstation yes yeah it was crazy you go into you go into some stores and you would not like you wouldn't know what to choose you know honestly i i i wasn't like i wasn't a I was a super Sega fanboy. I'm sorry. Like, I, I guess at that point I was, a, I was totally biased and I was a Sega fanboy, but even then I'd have parents come in and they'd want to get a console for their kid. Like somebody your age at that time. And I'd be like, get a dreamcast. It's got like all the cool games that a kid will want. And they're like, no, play, I, I've heard PlayStation two is better. And I'm like, I'm like, your kid is not going to care about a DVD player and like a few adult, you know, adult uh, centric games, you know, get it. Get a Dreamcast, and uh, I ended up I ended up moving over to Sears and working in their like toy and video game department. And the Dreamcasts were still on the shelves, but they were like getting price gouged, or they were just getting cut, you know, uh, to try to move them, you know. And I should have bought like a couple of them. <laughs> hindsight, you know, but a couple boxes stack them up. Yeah, I know, right? always hindsight. Like I'm the same with my vinyl stuff. Like with the that Beatles box set, the model one that came out, mm-hmm. like in 2014. I remember it was like 300 bucks, and it got cut to like 200 dollars a box. Mm-hmm. And now that model box set is like selling for 1500 new. Oh my god! Yeah. Me. Well, I mean, anything that's good, uh, we should. Yeah, if you have money to set aside, I mean, the thing is, you're better setting it aside for real investments. But I mean, exactly. <laughs> Put it. Don't invest in consoles. Invest in your yourself, your bank account, uh, van, your or your uh, uh what's it called the like like uh, your your 401k's your esops exactly whatever. and you i know, have get, to say your i have stuff. to say you scumbags out there <laughs> no, just kidding you shouldn't buy sealed games and just try to boost up the prices okay folks like that is messed up i i we, you yeah, know totally. i'm not so i'm not ashamed to say know. that i think I that's that. absolute bullshit and you know i think that that's like killing the game community by folks like sending people threatening letters to say you need to like jack up the price of your game because it's oh, not yeah, high but enough that, that one uh that one game board game whatever that they post it's like it's it's like you need to lower the price on it seriously or, like, you need to raise the price we need to be like opec i just told that guy to f himself i mean seriously like i 
<laughs> I cannot believe folks would do that. I can't people believe people would do that. But honestly, it's like being a gamer, being a collector, I kind of wondered like why we would sit here wondering like what the heck is going on with these like crazy prices. Like, it's like the housing market. You know that houses, you know that prices, inflation exists, but it's just ridiculous. You're like houses are like two or three times more than what they actually are worth. And the same thing goes for yeah, games. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm struggling with that house thing myself. I was like thinking, okay, I have some money set aside. I'm just gonna wait for. I'm gonna wait until the right price. Of the house thing stuff, and it's like it's mm -hmm. triple its price right now. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm not selling. Like, it, it, like my my Saturn games aren't yeah. for sale, so I don't care how much they're worth. When people when people say, oh, you know, this game's worth like six hundred dollars. I don't care if it's worth $10 or if it's worth $600 because I'm because I I've told myself that like those are not even those are not even like in my mind as like being for sale. I'll find I will sell almost anything else in this garage before I'll sell my Saturn games. I don't care, man. Would you sell your kids over your Saturn games? Hell no, but I mean, come on, like <laughs> I really hope that that never that I never get put in that position, but come on. No, seriously, it, it, it's, it's like, just... It's, it's like, sorry, 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 kids, I need to play, I need my Saturn games. <laughs> God, I love you, but I really love my Saturn games. No. Sorry, um, you, you, you're, you aren't, you ain't uh, no Pendra Dragoon Saga. Sorry. I guess it's, I guess, I, I guess it's kind of hypothetical. I mean, um, like if I decide that I like can't pay my rent, I'm going to sell one of my guitars or I'll sell my drum set or I'll sell, you know, like I can get another drum set. I, you know, I, I yeah, I'm, drum I'm sets are dime a dozen. Like, but I can't get. Yeah, I'm the same way with my. Yeah. Go ahead. Go with that. Pat. I was saying I'm the same with my my standees. Like I just recently offered for my Power Stone standees fifteen hundred dollars, and it's like it's like yeah, it's a lot of money. It's and it's good money, but I can always get fifteen hundred dollars. I if yeah. I if I find another Power Stone standee, I would be surprised. You won't. You won't. So I mean, I you know exactly. Yeah, I mean. Uh... Te and technically it's all worthless you know what i'm saying it's paper it's cardboard but so are the discs they're plastic it's worthless it does it what matters is what is it worth to you you know exactly and so to exactly me and i could never i can never like pass i can never like sell that i mean yeah. i did trade some games for mm -hmm. for magic ray earth but i mean that's a different story yeah you know what's a game console that's secretly been like shooting up in price even more than uh i'd say even more than gamecube What's what? that? Game Boy Advance. I remember oh, yeah. a year yeah. ago, I got Metroid Fusion in box for like forty bucks. Now mm -hmm. it's going. Now it's a two hundred dollar game. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. So Game Boy Advance and DS and GBA so, or, or DS. So first of all, Game Boy Advance was wildly popular, and then DS was even more wildly popular, right? When you think about a when you think about a console like a handheld console that had that wide mass market appeal almost everybody can relate to it almost everybody has fond memories of it you know that thing is going to be in huge demand you know now um, you know understood it, it, it there are more of them you know so it's not like the it's not like the saturn where it's like a really rare commodity there are more gbas out there but with everybody doing mods and stuff to them and, so, and stuff like that you know it's just like they're becoming you're getting i'm seeing more and more like chinese knockoff clones now uh that, that try to like say they're the real thing fake DS's, fake GBA's because it's like pe people are wanting to buy those again and re-experience re their childhood playing some of those games like Golden Sun or, or I don't know uh, what's some good uh, I am the Golden Sun. Final Fantasy Tactics on the GBA was awesome why are we getting in it? we're talking about like 
all these other yeah, consoles. Dreamcast. Happy anniversary, Dreamcast. Happy uh, buy a three a 3DS price is going up. Buy a Mega Man for a thousand dollars a piece. Yeah. <clears throat> but honestly, oh, yeah. oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, it's slightly off topic, but going back to when you were talking about buying DVD players to watch The Matrix, yeah. I saw it for the first time a couple months ago. Did not care for it. Maybe because I was born a generation after you guys, but I did not care for that movie at all. Well, I'll tell you, it, it watching it in 98 is a little different than watching it in 2021. <laughs> you know, in 98, yeah. it, it hit. I think it hit a little bit differently. Of course, like, we've seen so, <laughs> we've seen so many movies vamp or, or make fun of the matrix or like you know uh basically uh you know kind of kind of do the same kind of thing with the bullet time and everything like that but i mean the matrix was it was definitely when you saw that first movie i think i think that it uh it hadn't made an impression on me for sure but i can understand like watching it now it's just not the same matrix 4 baby december 25th Where, yeah i know that was weird i saw that trailer and i'm just not uh i don't know yet Apparently I'm a it's, like, it's like a weird retcon yeah yeah that's what it does seem like we'll see I, i'll still watch it I, I'm, but excited. I'm gonna be watching it day one so i can't i can't criticize cautiously optimistic but uh but yeah so getting back to the dreamcast uh it's great i mean the thing is dreamcast community is great so many new games being developed for it uh and then you know the homebrew and then get yourself a mode or what or gdmu uh and uh play you know a buttload of dreamcast and uh don't worry about having to pick up those games unless you're pat then you got to pick up the real thing but uh you know you guys can have fun with dreamcast uh on a on a no budget basically or like almost exactly. no budget like, like 200 dollars. yeah buy, buy it buy the mode buy the hard drive totally worth you're good it to go you'll that that's like easily way more than 200 dollars worth of value in in terms of games and stuff like that and fun to be had um but uh yeah Highly recommended, and go check out Derek A Team's uh, Soccer Wars columns patch. Exactly, and Taxi Two, and Taxi Two, and yeah. Cotton, Cotton, uh, Cotton, Rainbow Cotton, Rainbow Cotton, right? Okay, moving right along, moving right along to Saturn-related stuff. If we can get through this, I don't even know. Um, no. Next generation. Did you happen to see this thing that I threw up? This was. Uh, I you, did. You, I was. Uh, yeah. I was kind of surprised. Where did you find all these issues? Well, they're mine. So, so I have all these, you know, I have all the next generation issues and this is actually a, this is actually a, a redo of what I did uh, for folks who don't know, uh, as Shiro kind of, we, we spent like our first we we spent our first few years on Facebook, really pushing the, uh, pushing Shiro and Facebook communities and stuff like that. And, uh, and like, uh, you know, we didn't have to pay for hosting, but it's like a terrible place to put all your stuff because it's Facebook, you know, at the end of the day, they own all your data. Um, no offense, Facebook, but that is what it is. So I, I, I did this post a couple years ago on Facebook to share with everybody and it got a good response and people were really like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, it's nice to see all these issues and, and, and be able to walk through Saturn's history. Um, but I wanted to do it on our, now that we have our own site and we have our own show and we can talk about it, I want to do it again for a larger audience and have it be more like something that the mass, you yeah, know, the general public can Twitter, enjoy. Though. Yeah, and I'm glad that it did. So what I did basically was I, um, for folks who don't know, Next Generation is an excellent magazine, I think, and it's my opinion. Not everybody likes it, but um, they're a magazine focused on reporting about the games industry, not necessarily one console or another. or You know, they're not like your... Uh, you know, they're not a game fan magazine. They're not like, you know, for young, 
you know, kids in elementary school or young teens. They were like an adult gaming magazine that was mostly about the industry. And they would they would do developer interviews and they would talk about like, you know, stocks and stuff like that. They'd stop, talk about the bottom line in the industry. And that was one of the things I liked about them because you could kind of see which way the wind was blowing in terms of, you know, who was doing well and uh, and who wasn't. And uh, and uh, I'm reading the comments while I'm talking. But um, essentially, I decided to take all these awesome magazines and just kind of pull out the Saturn bits to curate uh, a history of Saturn. And you guys can download it. It's like 1.2 gigabytes uh, if you're getting like the uncompressed images, like in a comic book so reader. So this is the full magazine or just the featurettes on Saturn? This is every one? This is every ad, interview, uh, development, toolkit ad. This is anything Saturn related. And if it's like a contest, if it's like one of those, like what console should you buy this Christmas season? And it's like, then I kind of added in some of the other stuff for context, you know? But for the most part, it's mm-hmm. just like all Saturn related. Whether it be uh, something about the Ar- Sega in the arcades, whether it be something about 32X, whether it be about, you know, letters from Sega of America or an interview with Tom Kalinske. I'll show you guys real quick. So you got 32X uh, and, a, and a brief little write-up with Tom Kalinske, a data about 32X specs and stuff like that. CoinOps staying on the cutting edge is talking about, like, the JAMA show. Um and Sega doing, you know, kicking ass in the arcades, and then Sega at CSG um, setting the launch date, the 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 Saturn Day launch date. It's talking about here um, another a little article about Genesis 32X Saturn, uh, just Virtual Fighter, Tama, Daytona USA. Moving right along, I'm in, I'm in, and I've got like every single issue here for you guys to peruse in chronological order. So. As 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 next generation reported on it, you guys can read it in chronological order and kind of follow the Saturn story from like their dominant from like that huge rise and the surprise launch and everything to like industry being kind of skeptical to them kind of falling off and then Dreamcast coming and replacing them. So um, yeah, talking about Neptune here. That's really cool. And you scan these all yourself. Yes, I scanned these all myself, <laughs> and it was a very long, painstaking process. And uh, there's, like, there's like there's like like a ton of issues here too. It's like oh dang. yeah, no no kidding, yeah no kidding. I have actually I have all of um, I scanned the full magazines, but again, if I had shared all of that, it would have been even more gigabytes. And I and like again, like I highly recommend people go and check these magazines out. You can. They are available online. I'm not the only one who shared Next Generation, but I'm. But I wanted to do something with it and curate it in a way that folks can enjoy it and actually, um, and actually, you know, like read through Saturn's story. So this is kind of a specific, uh, a specific purpose for it. But yeah, I have I have all the Next Generation magazines. I have all the official Sega Saturn magazines. Um, I've got. Game magazines is kind of a passion of mine. I I probably collect more game magazines these days than I do games. But anyway, oh, check it out. I really want to get the Dreamcast magazines. Uh, That's my goal. I was too late for that. Like, they've already blown up in cost and everything like that. And I was too busy collecting the Saturn stuff. Uh, And then, like, I kind of looked at the Dreamcast. I have the first issue, though. You do? With the the stuff in it, yeah. Nice, nice. I have it in the closet over there. I'd, I'd, I'd rip it out, but I'd have to... Move the green screen stuff. I don't really want to do that right now. So yeah, I will say magazines are Actually, very probably heavy. Get it. I probably get it while you like go through these real quick. Yeah, you could. You could. I uh, wanted to show you real quick though. Uh, speaking of Dreamcast, yeah. Pat, 
This right here was just issue four, the the mm -hmm. the uh, Atari Jaguar issue, and like first, the jag. yeah, the first thing into the magazine, they're talking low cost 3D power from Video Logic, the Power VR, which huh. of course we would would end up going into the Dreamcast, you know. Uh, but uh, it's just crazy that all the way back here they were talking about it in like '95. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of like. Uh, there's a lot of kind of like writing on the wall kind of articles in here and like uh, stuff that's fun to read now in hindsight because we all know like what happened. There's the cross products, Snasm, uh, Grand Chaser. Some there are some good reviews yeah, in here too. All these, all all I can anticipate is is just Xbox coming in and throwing a right hook at everything. Yeah, look at this. That didn't happen. U.S. Saturn to launch on September second. Go get your Dreamcast magazine if you want. I'll I'll keep oh, yeah. showing I got you. folks some stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, Saturn to launch on September 2nd, wouldn't that be nice? Um, and then you got like the adverts and how they're going to like market it and stuff like that. Uh, Japanese stats give Saturn the edge, of course, because at that time, uh, Saturn was doing gangbusters in Japan. Uh, you had like a Daytona USA look, lots of, lots of little articles about Daytona USA as they were getting nearing it. And then, um, Panzer Dragoon. And of course, like these are these, if you go on our website and you're looking at these slideshows, they're kind of low res, but you can always download the PDF, like the full, full res PDF you guys can enjoy and, and look through this stuff. It's a lot of fun. PlayStation dominates European show. Um, there's the toilet seat, Jaguar. Flush it right down the toilet. What you got? Oh, nice. You got it bagged and boarded. Cool. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I have yeah. all my magazines bagged and boarded. Right but there. Nice. Yes. I remember I that. that. And then. You pull it out and oh well, keep hitting this. I uh, pull it out. It's like this, and you pull it out more, and it's like you can see behind it. If I can, oh my gosh, you can uh, stand by. <laughs> All right, there we go, right there. Got the oh, did it vanish on me? Yeah, where oh, is it? Popped right here. Oh okay, okay. Right there. Oh ah, okay. Just pure and act. Right that's there, the registration card. Oh no, that's the, the the demo disc. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the demo nice. disc behind it. It was behind it, but I guess I. But the only issue I have with it is that it's kind of wavy in the back. Mm -hmm. like if, I don't know if you can see it's kind of wavy. I don't know if that's yeah. like humidity stuff or not, but that's my only issue with it. Yeah, Shadowmask says, highly recommend using comic book uh, reader for this. You can, I, I did upload a CBZ file, which is the uncompressed images, uncompressed scans. But I also, I also uploaded like a 500 um, megabyte pdf which is like half the resolution but still very readable so if you do you prefer pdf that works too i do Ooh. really recommend that if you guys enjoy what you read here that you check out the full magazine um which you can get on archive.org or whatever because i'll tell you what oh that's awesome yeah i like this page with the gear and it has like the the zip drive for the dreamcast too there. Yeah, um, and, and I hope folks aren't disappointed that I didn't include like the full issues here because again, you're going to read some of this stuff and you're going to be like, oh, I want to read about Jaguar. Well, you can go read about Jaguar. Um, just go to the Internet Archive and you can find these issues uploaded from somebody else. Um, or, or pretty yet, if you want to read about Jaguar, go somewhere else because Jaguar is garbage. But seriously, like that's the thing I liked about Next Generation is they, you know, each issue was like graphics to die for. They were just talking about like gra graphics that would push the generation. Can 3DO keep up? Sega Saturn, you've watched the TV commercials, now get the facts. PlayStation's driving force. You know, Madden, they talk about Madden uh, getting back in hey, 3D. Uh, hey, Dave, I found a picture of you in here. <laughs> I got oh. the shirt that says, I said, shut up. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, 
what else oh yeah here's here's the the first of the they did these uh every year around christmas time they would do these things where it's like are you having a hard time deciding what console to buy and then they would like do these like stack ups uh game system wars has just begun and they talk about let's see here you know there's the head for saturn ads of course um which system is best you've got like breakdowns of uh all the specs you know like pokemon cards or whatever you know like here are the peripherals here are the specs you know here's what it looks like on paper here's what it looks like in real life that kind of thing here's and they really do like they they give you like an itemized bullet pointed list of all of the hardware like every cpu or sorry every uh, every chip on on the chipset and then uh you got like the 32x you got uh information and of course i didn't include like playstation so if you want to get like the full breakdown go check out the full magazines but here you can basically read everything you want to know about about uh saturn and then uh, i love this the every time they interviewed tom kalinsky you know he was always really feisty he, he would uh he would bite back you know when there would be criticism towards sega of america you know like he he stood his ground for sure and said like yeah, look, unfortunately unfortunately uh he yeah he was uh, never mind he was never, never mind. well he, i mean he you don't know want, he didn't want to stand his ground well he stood his ground pretty well in the michael jackson thing so which we don't, we can't, uh, we can neither c- confirm nor deny that that, is, that actually happened, right? Uh, yeah, it'll NDA. always remain a mystery. Oh, there's a Knights issue, which was fun, uh, and it had, Knights like, and two opened Knights. up. Yeah, so anyway, go check it out if you guys haven't. It's fun. Uh, it's fun to take a look back at this stuff, and I definitely think that it's even more fun in hindsight, just because now you kind of have that big picture, and uh, you can say, oh, wow, you know. Like uh, when they're talking about Black Belt or when they're talking about Lockheed um, or 3D, uh, 3D Labs. You gotta have or missile technology in your Dreamcast, guys, but you're playing. So, next up, we have Peter's Best of Saturn talking about KO Flying Squadron 2. KO. Is this one of those, was this one of those games that you liked? Did you say that you were kind of on the fence about it? Because. I like KO. I know you love the Sega CD one, right? Because that's like a, yeah. a true shmup. And this one has shmup segments in it, but it's also like a platformer, right? I like I, I, it grew on me actually. I, I didn't like it. At, I was kind of hesitant at first, but it kind of grew on me. I really en- ended up enjoying it. Nice. I seem to remember you saying that, like that that you were kind of like didn't like it as much as the first one, um, which I yeah, think is I fair. Yeah, I prefer the first one because it's pure shmup. But this yeah. one is really good, and uh, I just wish all the, both those games weren't as expensive. Seriously, I mean the first one is like really expensive. I think the second one is also expensive too, but the first one is just crazy. Um, yeah, like most... I remember my friend was telling me he bought, he bought, he paid like a thousand for it, and I don't even want to imagine what. And that was like three or four years ago, so I don't even want to imagine how much it's going for now. Well, I mean, you know, Sega C- good Sega CD games are few and far in between, <laughs> and I mean they probably didn't make as many of them as they even did Saturn games. So, you know, like uh, they're really rare. <laughs> you know, you got the you got the Lunar on the Sega CD for me. It's like Lunar Snatcher. And and KO, and maybe Popful, Popful Mail. Yeah, no, you're right, Popful Mail. And then there's Vey, another Vey. one, Vey. Oh, uh, S- uh, Shiny Force CD, and uh, yeah, I can't believe you forgot about that one. No, what's the other one that's like really? Oh yeah, Night Trap. That's cool, but there are better versions of Night Trap that you can Silver play. Silver Shark, the classic. Mm. Scotty Pippen, shut up and slam. No, like what's the like the what's another game on the on the Sega CD that you absolutely have to have because it's like that good. Is it the Batman? Is it Time Gal? No. 
All those games can be had better on like Billy, laser disc. Billy, was it Willie Willie Beamish or Billy Weemish, whatever? <laughs> Billy Weemish. I like that. Well, I we're forgot running what the name that kid was. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but no, the only ones like that I had is Snatcher, Vey, Popful Mail, uh, both the Lunars, Final Fight CD, um, I said Citadel Lunars, uh, Shining Force CD, Force CD, um, and of course KO Flying Squad Squadron as well. Yeah, and we're missing something. I know we are. Soul Star is a good one too. Soul Feast. Soul Feast, uh, I think, is good, and Soul Star is oh, also Soul Feast, really good. That's it. Soul Feast. But those games are like you know, not. They're not like you gotta have them, but they're good showpieces for the console for sure. But I'm I do. Surprised I, you I think... say Final Fight CD. That's like one of the best versions of it. I'm gonna piss a lot of people off when I say that I'm not that big of a Final Fight fan. I'm more of a I'm more of a Streets of Rage fan. I'm sorry. Like if I have to pick Streets of Rage two over Final Fight, I'll pick Streets of Rage two. Like that well, we game... can all agree that the Streets of Rage three soundtrack's kind of fucking uh, kind of weird, right? Three the soundtrack. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, was that even Yuzo Koshiro? I don't know. It's uh, uh, experimental. Uh, okay, yeah, it's experimental. <laughs> Actually, I think it is. Yeah, I think it was him, right? Well, it just you know, was really weird. It's like so for me, for me, three is just like Sonic the Hedgehog three. It's not as good to me. Like oh, I know a lot. Sega of, CD. I know a or lot. Sonic of, CD. Sonic CD. I like Sonic CD better than Sonic three. To be honest with you, I like I like Sonic one, two, and CD the best. And three is like three and Knuckles. I know they're like huge fans of those games, but I'm I'm not one of them because by that time I'd already moved on to like the Saturn. Those games came out so late in its in its life. Oh, Silpede. Um, yeah, Silpede yeah, is, really is a good one worth worth mention. Here we're talking about. Man, we got so off topic here. But anyway, I mean, Ko Flying it, Squadron, go check it out, Kyle you guys. Flying Squadron, Kyle, Ko, yeah, um, Kio. I will say the animation in that is really good. It, it, they use some weird compression for it, uh, so that's kind of unfortunate. They do use like this weird kind of like dithered compression for the KO Flying Squadron, but the animation itself and the voice acting that they got to localize it were really good. Very funny. So I have to give yeah, it props and for it, that. I kind of like how they kept the, at least the European version, kept the voice acting from the North American version of it. Yes. Well, actually, I think it came out in Europe too, so I guess technically it, it kept the one from the European version. Well, this did, this didn't uh, come out in in the U.S. It only came out in Paltier. No, there was only a Kyo one that came out. In oh, the US. Kyo one, Kyo yeah, two okay. Came out in Europe only. Right, I got you. You talking about Kyo one? Okay, so <clears throat> but moving right along. Oh no, 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 I didn't mean to do that. Okay, there we go. Uh oh, moving right along. I did. Uh, I just did want to point out one thing is that I think it's really funny that in North America and Europe they aged up. Uh, uh, what's her name? I can't remember what her name was. Uh, the main character. She's like sixteen or thir- fourteen. Oh, in right. The, and the, and the, and she's like 18 there, but there's actually, I think in the official manual they have her topless at one point. Uh, it's weird. I don't. So, maybe in the Japanese manual. I don't know for sure. It was in but, the Japanese one, probably. It's not in the United States one, but right. And I don't think Peter mentions yeah. her name, and I forget it. But anyway, I know I should know because I did like a U.S. long box, but I I don't remember. Anyway, um, we don't. We're running out of time, and we really need to talk about. We got 15 minutes left to talk about the next two things. So I think um, you sent me. You just that was your recent one. You sent me is the KO2, right? I think so. Yeah, because I knew you didn't have it, and I knew you weren't like a big fan of it. But I had a. I had an extra one lying around, and I was like, I would rather give this to Pat than sell it. <laughs> I appreciate it, sir. I need to get yeah. another case for it because I think I'm out of Saturn cases. Oh, really? Okay. Well, you know, fortunately, Actually, there not might that... be some in my closet. I'll, I'll I'll sort it out and get it put together. 
XL2 this week cracked the impossible, well, the thought impossible hardware based environment mapping on the Saturn. And I thought that this mm. was definitely newsworthy. I mean, like the implications. It was very impressive. Yeah. The, yes. And, and, and I think people kind of misunderstand. I'm going to play this video. There's no audio. You can kind of see. Uh, it is a low resolution effect. Like the, the, the texture that he's using is not a high res texture. Um, it's 32 by 32. And it, it takes up half of the color RAM. But he says that's not a problem because he says he's only using about one sixth of the color RAM right now as it is. So mm. there are a lot of naysayers who are like, oh, I don't really think that you could use this practically in game. And, and he's like, challenge accepted. He's like, the thing is, I'm, he's not going to be, you know, making everything chrome in the game. He's probably going to use it for the guns. You know, he's probably going to use it for the knife. Yeah. You know, he's get, probably going to use it for like shields or something like that. Anything that needs to be chrome, uh, he can like use it cool for boss battle. Some cool boss battle, yeah. But the cool thing is, it's like he was watching John Burton's uh, video, you know, the Traveler's Tale video about Sonic R, and you could see how John Burton here. He this is a software, uh, this is a software-based effect, and this is using a high-resolution texture. Like he actually used the loading, he actually used like a Saturn resolution loading screen, um, <clears throat> and I think that it's in there in the assets on the disc. Uh, this image that that has like a ground and a sky on it and it says loading and then he uses a uh, software based technique to reflect that onto the polygons but um what uh what xl2 is doing instead is using um gorad shading basically he's using like a gorad shading technique to uh essentially accomplish the same the same look you know the same uh end result Albeit a little lower resolution, because this definitely looks higher resolution. But again, it can't be used practically in game. It, it, like it's so system resource hungry that it really can't be used in game. It's just for a loading screen or whatever. To be um, fair, though, I think the low resolution would work, especially on Saturn's resolution. Oh yeah. So on the, yeah. I think it'd be a non-issue in my opinion. And, and again, if you're I kind of like that. Yeah. Sorry, no. Go ahead. I, I stepped on your toes there. I was gonna say I kind of I kind of like that uh, that I think he used the Mario texture for that too as another kick to the yes. kick in the kick in the foot. Well, I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't stick with that because honestly, I think that texture. He, there are better textures. I mean, he could get with one of the artists in in the Sega Extreme uh, Discord or whatever, and uh, probably get a better texture to use. Yeah, but it's I a think good, you're just like, using it for as a yeah. funny, like a funny example. Yeah, it was like a it was like a nod to Mario 64, and I joked, you know, Mario 64, eat your heart out. It, it, it works, you know. Anything anything this size or less, and and like I said, he's talking about using it for a gun. It doesn't matter that it's low resolution because the gun is a small object in the game you know so it's not really going to yeah. matter it would only matter if you were trying to do map it to like some huge mirror on the wall or something like that but um the thing is right now he still he still hit an obstacle in terms of flat objects because he said that it doesn't really look that good on flat objects so he'll have to figure out how to get around that but i mean it's xl2 i think he'll just figure it out <laughs> i think he'll find a way um but yeah essentially uh, essentially he's not worried about you know the, the he's not worried about you know the cost to his palette um you know or the 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 color ram that's not really an issue and he did mention that to compensate for the low resolution you could just stream in new 32 by 32 bit chunks as you rotate the camera around 
uh, say uh, 256 by 128 texture or a 128 by 64 texture. So he, you know, that's one of the things that XL2 loves to do is like stream in data as he's moving the camera mm -hmm. or as he's rendering. And because he wrote his own render graphics render, he can do that. Um, I imagine that he could probably find a way to get around it. But yeah, so that's cool. Uh, and this is kind of like how he, how how it kind of took shape. You know, at first it looked kind of janky, and then uh, yeah, he got it to where it is right yeah, now. I do it like that great. texture because it, it, it like the the image of it kind of reminds me of like a a grunge album cover, like mm -hmm. some Soundgarden would use or something. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, maybe you know, maybe on a game when when John Burton is saying it's impossible, maybe on a game like Sonic racing like sonic r it would have been impossible to use a technique like xl2 is using because of maybe some of the other graphics stuff that he was trying to do on the same game but see to xl2 exactly. it's like uh, coming from it coming from hell slave coming from where he's working right now it just doesn't seem like an issue you know because he's like well the kind of game that i'm working on the kind of assets you know it's not it's going to be a non-issue so i mean i guess depending on your depending on the way you're looking at or where you're coming from uh, with what kind of project or what kind of scope it is it may seem impossible but i mean here it's it's obviously not impossible and i i can't wait to see him use it practically like in a game for an effect exactly yeah um i am excited and then last but not least you put up a retrospective on our love or hate i did indeed yeah, this was an interesting article or interesting ice article, interesting podcast episode. I think yeah, there's our there's an idea that we kicked around a while that we wanted to have games that are sort of in the middle, like that some people loved and hated, like mm -hmm. Clockwork Knight, Mr. Bones, of course, House of the Dead on the on the Saturn specifically, Sonic R, yeah, Albert Odyssey, stuff of that nature, just games polarizing, that, you know, divisive games, like people exactly that you get arguments for. Yeah. So like I think one of the examples is like I didn't like the art style of Clockwork Night one and two because I thought it looked kind of kind of bad janky. and aged pretty poorly. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was what it was pre-rendered, right? Uh, Clockwork yeah, it Night. just was kind of ugly looking. It was pre-rendered sprites on a 3D, you know, 3D object background, and you had um, I think you would with those pre-rendered sprites sometimes you would get like the edge of the you, you kind of get like those black edges or like the high contrast edges. It was a yeah. look. It was a look. You either liked it or you didn't. I mean, personally, I think the gameplay. Sorry, I think the gameplay more than made up for it, and like the character and the charm of that game. But I definitely know what you're talking about with in terms of the graphics. It was a, it was early. It was like very early attempt at you know, moving into the th the realm of 3D. You know, for gaming, and that was a rough patch for, <laughs> for a lot of studios to try to figure that out. You know, um, but yeah, burning Mr. Bones. <laughs> we gave you such a hard time about that one. And uh, a game sucked. I guess that's a game that a lot of people uh, seem to a lot of people love it because of the style or because of the character, because of the music, uh, Ronnie Montrose, uh, or they realize that it's kind of like a it's like this mixed genre game, genre mashup game. But a lot of people hate it because it's so hard to get to the good parts of the game because you spend so much time in the beginning just dying, 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 you know, so and they're like cheap deaths, too. So. I think that was the exactly. thing you said about it. It was like, it just wasn't really that fun for you. Yeah, but I thought it was interesting because there's a lot of like little things that we mentioned that kind of like, I wouldn't say aged poorly, but it's funny to think about like, uh, like a, I remember Kate, we introduced the news of the week and Kate was like, we're not sure if, we're gonna stick, if it's going to stick around or not. 
and we ended up just making an entire show about it. News of the week. Well, yeah, because back then we did not have that much news of the week. And then now uh, there's like this entire community that's like making news every week. Exactly. And then another one was you becoming a mod on Sega Saturn Collections of America. I don't know if that's still... If you're still doing that? No, I'm long since not doing that. I, I just don't have time for Facebook anymore. In fact, Facebook, it's broken on my phone. It doesn't work very well, so I just don't use it that much anymore, uh, sadly. Fair enough. Yeah. Are you still a mod on there, or did, did they remove you, or did you remove yourself? I think I might still be, and I just don't, <laughs> don't do anything. Don't check it. <laughs> yeah, don't check it. I don't know. Uh, it's been so long. It, it, I could have been removed, and I wouldn't know, because I, I haven't really been on there. And that's no offense to that fine, fine group of gentlemen. It's just, uh, like I say, I, I don't have enough time to do everything, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, it was cool. I, I, I did get to listen to it a little bit for our updates and stuff like that. And I just, uh, I was like, wow, we, we, we go on really long with the updates when I was listening to that. Pretty much. But I mean, and you know, was like, I, I like to talk yeah. about the the Sega Service Games Rise and Fall of Sega book. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, the really good. And that service games, rise and fall. Oh, okay. That's that's the long one. That's the really like informative one. Um, yeah. So where? Let's see. We House of the Dead. Folks love it because it's House of the Dead. They hate it because it's janky, right? Because it's like a jank, janky port, yeah. right? Uh, Burning Rangers. Mm-hmm. Some folks absolutely love it. It's Sonic Team is dripping with that kind of like you know high high contrast color that pops and everything the music and everything like that some folks hate it because the the damned camera and the like the the navigation controls and the the controls are a little janky you know so like it's it's a divisive game sonic r i think it's brilliant once you get it people don't understand the controls yeah they try to stay on the track they try to they try to think about it like a a, a, a typical race and they're like why do i keep drifting off the track they don't think, okay, well, maybe I'm not supposed to stay on the track. Maybe I'm actually supposed to take that line and go through the village or something like that or, or use a lot it's of okay. jumps and stuff like that. <laughs> it's okay. The music You're is like, awesome, though. The music is awesome. I think that's the thing that people like about it so much. That their takeaway is like T.G. Davis and and uh, Richard Jake's music is excellent. Albert Odyssey, those load times kill me every time. The, the, lo- the, the random encounters and the load times, man uh bring down what is otherwise a really good game uh working designs localization there are some spots where you kind of fall asleep i think you'd like it it's got the pop full male kind of uh, vibe going on Mm. um the beginning is a little the beginning is a little slow and those random encounters are I, i don't know like for a modern gamer coming at it i always say use cheats i say um cut the random encounters in half and then double your experience modifier to make up for the half random encounters. So you'll get double, double experience for the battles that you do go into. And believe me, there are so many freaking random encounters. By cutting them in half, you just make it like a normal game, like Final Fantasy or something like that. You know, Because otherwise, it's just Fair like enough. you walk a couple spaces and you're into another random encounter that you have to wait for like the loading screen and then you got to wait for the people to attack. It's just It just makes you want to throw your controller. Um, but yeah, the art is great and the music is good. Fighters Mega Mix, why did we put that in there? Doesn't everybody like Fighters Mega Mix? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I have it to it is that. in that high res mode, which does look kind of flickery. It's got the Bob D interlacing thing going on with scalers. Yeah, maybe maybe we just didn't like the way that it played. It's not Virtual Fighter 2, that's for sure. Um, but yeah. I mean, it's got a lot. It's it's like a smash, you know, with all the different characters and stuff like that. I, I kind of think it's a lot of fun. 
it, maybe it was divisive. Maybe we went on the Facebook group at the time and we saw some people trashing it, so we decided to add it. But uh, Dragon maybe. Force, that's ridiculous. Who put Dragon Force on this list? Okay. I think we, I think we did that because some people liked or hated it, like the whole, yeah, all the people attacking stuff and the way that it's played out. No, I think, I think K put this on the list and he was like, I just want to put this on the list because there might be some people out there that don't like Dragon Force. <laughs> Honestly, I, mean, I, I need to play that one, so I can't say either way. You do, you do. Oh, it's phenomenal. Like, like, okay, if you're coming at it, if you're coming at it blind, it's there's a map, there's like a lot of dialogue going on in the court uh, hearings and stuff like that. And so at first, I guess that can be off-putting. Um, but if you really just like stick with it, follow Chaz's, uh, <laughs> follow Chaz's uh, tutorial that he did on our website. I swear, you'll get like two hours into it and you'll be enjoy you'll it'll redefine your top 10. I, I, I promise you it'll redefine your top 10 Saturn games. Um, that is a guarantee. Uh, radiant silver gun is excellent in my opinion, maybe not worth the asking price, but it's excellent and it's treasure. So I love yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's good. I think the only issue I had with it is that it's, it's one of the games that sort of go outside of the, of the whole idea of smuts where it's like easy to play, difficult to master. Mm -hmm. And this one's sort of difficult to master and difficult to play. at at the same time. Shmups fans don't like to... it. Like true shmups fans don't like this game because they want to. They want to like a bullet hell shmup, and that's not what this is. It's more like a Lego. Or it's a lot of fun. It's, yeah, I, it's it a lot of fun. Me, so I, I, I yeah. went from being in the middle to really liking it. So cool. Well, that, that there you go. I mean, it, it won you over. Three dirty dwarves. It has a janky intro sequence, but the artwork is great. Ed Anunziata worked on this game it's got three player co-op it plays a lot like uh, scott pilgrim versus the world um where you can have multiple people playing and you can do this like cooperative thing where you like slap each other's hands and then uh and then you go to the front of the line kind of like donkey kong country style you know and then you have like you're beating up these monsters and zombies or whatever but uh you have like a baseball bat you have like different sports equipment because you guys raided a sports store um mm -hmm. i think it's a great game i think it's fun Really good sprite scaling. A stall is punishingly difficult for the for the American version, but if you play the Japanese version, not much, not as much so, and it's a great game. It's it's, it's a really beautiful game though, and in, in both versions. Yeah, I highly recommend I, folks I play just... the Japanese version though because it's easier, and I mean that doesn't mean it's easy. That just means it's easier. You won't die yeah. as much. But yeah, I don't <clears> think it's <throat> worth uh, worth a play. Mm -hmm. I put second touring car. car. I put that in because I love it. A lot of people hate it. I don't blame them. It play. It runs at like it's a racing game at 20 frames per second, which is or lower. I mean, sometimes sometimes it really dips, and that's a sin for I, a racing I game. I prefer Sega Rally or oh yeah, Sega, right. or Daytona USA over that. Like no no contest. Sega Rally is reigns supreme, and I mean Daytona is so much fun. Even though that has a low frame rate, it's so much fun, and yeah. it's easy to easy to for anybody to get into. This game, it's much more nuanced. It's much more crazy at first. You got to tune your car to enjoy it. But if you really get into it, I like it. It's kind of my black sheep. Uh, and it has Eurobeat. That's right. Trekkie says it has Eurobeat. And it has CRI <laughs> middleware. It has a has like their online thing. It had like the ability to post your scores to leaderboards using the netlink, which I know that uh, Zaiden has got back online. He's been working I on that for a long time. I think we talked about that on the show, too. We did, and it's just taken him a podcast. really long time. Because he had to figure out, he had to go in and kind of figure out what exactly the password system was doing, like what it was sending, and then try to, like, de decrypt it, you know? 
so that he could get so it working. So can we do that with a base net, a base uh, net link now, or do I? Net do link we and dream pie. To... You need a you need a dream oh, pie. You need, you need the dream pie for that. Not though. a VoIP adapter. You need a dream pie because you're actually accessing the internet. But you can email through that, and you can send your scores to a leaderboard, which will be hosted on DreamPipe. Uh, the Saturn. Yeah. Also, also, Morton, Morton put a is treasure. Is true treasure never made a, a sequel to a game? Uh, not uh, not technically. I think they they made a Guardian Hero sequel on the on the GBA, and it was terrible. It uh, was I mean, I pretty was bad. Terrible. Work with the Japanese Moto. Does the Netlink? Unstar superheroes is super underrated. I don't know. Um. Uh, that's right. So to answer Knight, he's saying, does the Netlink parts work with the Japanese mono? I would assume so, because this game was multi-region and it had that, you know, set the time zone so that you and it had these like uh, global events that it these it had these like global net events that you could participate in. And the Japanese region was one of the regions. So I can only imagine that. Yes, it, it must have functionality for that. Maybe maybe as far as like supporting it on the Saturn pipe or uh, Saturn dream pipe. It might take him a while to get all the versions working with it, but I know that he's been working on um, doing that. And the funny thing about Sega Touring Car, I will say before we leave, is that the only way you would even know about that stuff is if you looked in the manual, you know, or you dug into, like, the menu system of the game because it does it's, doesn't, like, put it right in front of your face and it's not on the box. Nowhere on the box does it say, oh, Netlink compatible. So, like, I'll, uh, like for the longest time, I don't even know if they still do, but Sega Retro, like, didn't have it listed as one of the Netlink-compatible games. But it totally is. Uh, Martin Evans says Sin and Punishment. The, uh, out of context, I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, no, he's saying it's oh, sin and pun- Yeah, Sin and Punishment on the N64. Great game. He was talking about treasure sequels, and there's oh, right. three I can think of. Oh, yeah, sin- they, they did have the star successor on the Wii. Um, anyway... Yeah, so we got to wrap on this show. Anything else you want to say about uh, loving or hating Saturn games? Uh, Mr. Bones, Burn, and Bone Hell. You know what belonged on this list? Uh, Panzer Dragon Saga. Because Knight of Dragon doesn't like... like uh, So, yeah. um, Anthony doesn't like this game. Mel, uh, Sega Lord X. Sega Lord X doesn't care for it that much. Like, he was just like, I would not that... He's like a huge Dragon Force ga- fan, huge Shining Force fan, not that big on dra- uh, Panzer Dragon Saga. Like, th- one of those people who was like, it's way overrated, you know? Yeah. Um, it was hard to feel like it was overrated Sam, back in the Sam day, though. I think Sam likes it, but I think he thinks it's overrated for what it is compared to the rest of the yeah, games. People kind of felt burned by that game because they wanted another Panzer Dragoon game. And I remember that feeling. I have to go way back in my memory to remember a time where I was upset that Panzer Dragon Saga was an RPG. I remember back in the day reading the magazine articles and kind of feeling like, why are they doing this to it? You know, that seems so boring. Like Panzer Dragoon is supposed to be like this high energy balls to the wall, like shooting, shooting, shooting. And, you know, like everything's trying to kill you kind of game. And so I do remember that feeling. Um, but then, of course, as soon as I played it, my my opinion changed. But anyway gonna do the town segments are really they drag and that music is like i, I said can, i can imagine it's like a dirge but yeah no it's kind of funny how <laughs> i think in standpoint out how people are so fanatic about the game there's people that don't even care about their other two it's always oh pen's dragoon oh seriously saga remake yeah forget all those other games just want saga and to the point where people are making fan games of it this is true yeah yeah i mean you know what it, but um 
But yeah, I don't know. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Same for me. Same for you. So yeah, uh, just to wrap, we had Next Generation. Go check it out. Lots of good uh, Saturn history and Sega and, and 32X and all that other good stuff. And uh, K Flying Squadron, check it out if you haven't. It's uh, very easily playable. It's all in English. If you pick up a PAL copy. Um, and then, of pick course, all the copies. XL2, doing the impossible, making the impossible possible. Impo uh, with an, eating an impossible burger at the same No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what he... I'm, I'm vamping now. And then, uh, of course, Shiro, Podcast, Love It or Hate It. Um, we should do another one of these. There's enough games that we did not talk about. I think we could do another one of these. Exactly. I'm down. I'm down for doing another one. I think there's a lot more that we can list. Mm -hmm. Not yeah, it's about my head, but you know. So, Peter, if you're listening, Nick, if you're listening, there's another podcast idea. <laughs> it's time to do another. It's time to do another Love or Hate retro. Uh, love or Hate issue. I'm sure that folks could throw some recommendations in the, in the in the uh, chat or whatever. All right. But Until next time, let's read let's, off. Uh, yeah. Thank our, let's let's thank our patrons. I know we, we I yes. put in sticky notes so now I won't forget. Uh wanna thank C Win, Emerald Nova, 32 bit stuff, Mom Do, Super Dimension, Century Orgus, and of course our new uh, uh, top patron, uh, Derek A team. Yes. So thank you guys for backing us, supporting us on Patreon. If you'd like to join the list, become a our our uh our all access patron and we'll shout you out on the show after each show. And of course have your name in the credits. Mm -hmm. I think I still have everyone's name updated. If I left somebody up for the credits this time, sorry, my bad. I'm sure but you. Yeah, thanks did again. Okay. Check us out at Patreon.com/slash/SuroMediaGroup. Uh, if, if you want to support us and financially, you can also and don't want to become a patron, you should check out our shirts at our Threadless store. Got some cool designs. None of us are wearing them today, but I need to get to get the shirt. So does that make us get SMG? SMG for short. Submachine gun, yeah. Submachine gun. Yeah, and then of course, of course, they're gonna like, like, subscribe on YouTube, ring the bell, comment, say that we suck, whatever mm -hmm. you want to do, whatever yeah, comment you feel is necessary. If if it's we suck, I mean, can't do much about it. We need to take some, mm -hmm. we need to take feedback, whether it be positive or negative. So, but above all, don't forget to play your Sega Saturn, folks. Exactly. You must. Exactly. Exactly. Remember, you must play Sega Saturn. Till next time. I'm Saturn Dave. Train of oh, also, uh, stay oh. tuned, and we're gonna do oh, yeah. the live stream. Oh yeah, that's right. We're gonna Pat's gonna be streaming some Dreamcast. So stick around for that, and uh, I think he'll unmute the chat, and you guys can all have a party. Peace. I'm gonna go do some dadding. <laughs> okay.